this. So it is. So it is. See your energy. And wait now you freaking see the rise. Before you interact with me. Before you collab with me. Or try. Better get up on your frequency. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. Welcome, Welcome back, back to another, another episode, episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie. And, and we, we are, are the, the gateway, gateway drug, drug to mindfulness. And today, <laughs> we have a very lovely new friend. Yeah. We, um, he's a founder of uh, Kindling Media, right? Is that correct? correct? Awesome. Yeah, Kindling. Um, fascinating individual with several stories that we're going to uncover. But please put your joints up and let's light up our joints all together or get your vapes up, whatever you like, for Michael. What's your last name? Davis. Davis. <laughs> We've done a lot of research on this guest. We know his story. It's, that, that's probably our weak point right now. We just definitely, intros. the intros need to get Hey, that better. felt smooth to me. Hey, thank you so much. We're here. for being here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks how's, for coming on the pod. Day? It's good. I'm, uh, I'm in a bit of a flux situation with uh, my house having to be uh, fixed, but, right. you know, it's okay. All is well. We're healthy. Um, just a lot of movement, you know, like a lot of uh, stuff in the air. Mm. Yeah, that feels like a beginning of the year thing too. You know, like January shit. February feels like things start to move, and yeah. I also feel the sort of like I've, I've bitten off more than I can chew. Uh, For sure, ideology. I think lately. also with the new year, I, I tend to like uh, make these big proclamations, and I'm gonna do this. I'm like. I was like, okay, I'm going to quit smoking or whatever it is. Like, okay, I'm going to get up at 4.30 and meditate. Then I'm going to, you know, have 15 minutes of sunlight and then breathe. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn over a whole new leaf. And you try and force that into, like, your like, rhythm as mm. it was two weeks ago. It's like, it's, so much. it's not going to just easily, you know, augment your, your life at totally. all. We yeah. talked about that in the, in January. And just, like, with that weird pressure we put on ourselves. And it's like, it's not helpful. It's counterintuitive. Should yeah. almost like understand the momentum as like a wave that's already going. For so sure. If you're happy with what you've accomplished in this last year, it's like not a snap. It's like, or if you feel like there's improvements, then you got to be humble to that. Like it's yeah. like you go like I gotta go to the gym seven days a week now. Not if you're not going six days a week. Totally. Like totally. <laughs> like, what were you doing in on December fourteenth? If you're not going <laughs> once a week, like yes. start there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, I know. We always like to get out of ahead of it. So like on December twenty sixth, we're like we're gonna start living the life that we want to live next year. And totally. um, there's something about that that makes because I used to be a crazy goal setter as well. Like I'd yeah. sit down, take time right at the end of the year when we had some time off, and be like, these are all the things but over the years throughout my 20s I definitely noticed that when I didn't achieve something like the heartbreak Bummer. of that the the shame kind yeah, of for sure. that comes with that it was like oh this is pointless there's no reason to put a time limit on something when like time is kind of an illusion yeah. and who's putting those limits on you it's just yourself <coughs> saying okay I have to do this by this age or this time or this you know date 
And then when you don't do it, you're like, God, that's so shitty. But what's changed? Like, have you changed really? What's changed around you? Nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, really, nothing that dramatic ever happens that, you know, frequently. It's just yeah. sort of us putting these weird expectations on ourselves and thinking that we have to do this by this. But why? Yeah. You know? Let it happen. I, I must have happen. read your book recently. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting spacey. We're getting woo woo right away. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, have you that's seen any other podcasts? No. Like where we are. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we live you here. You live in this space. Like right away, I'm like talking about expectations of myself. <laughs> yeah, that's right where we go. But I mean, like, um, to keep it on the surface, I mean, also, no, just to tell you what has manifested this year in January already, we started to learn about you. You poked up, you kindling came out and like presented itself to the world. Yeah. And I love the way you've been covering current events because you guys, we must follow the same, some of the same sources because like I learned about the story and then like you guys have like it covered and it's right. so good. And you had a wonderful dinner. So thank yes. you so much yes. for including us in the community. Let's just talk about it real quick because it was so special yeah. and Is I think okay? people have seen it on. We've um, shared enough content yeah. about it. Yeah. But you had us. <laughs> over uh, for dinner Wagman. at Chef Jordan Wagman's for a 10-course meal. And you brought together some really cool people in the industry. And even people who we knew each other, but we didn't even get a chance to hang out yet. Yeah. Like, that was beautiful. That's like you really, you know you're in this kind of collective scent and like you have an awareness of like the, you know, ping pongs of like who, who's touching whatever in the industry and it's like you go to a party like oh sick this is like a, a new outfit kind of and it's like well, this is like familiar yeah. faces and it was For like sure. it was uh, had you met chef jordan prior to i did i met okay. him well I, just, I did a podcast with him like a month before that sick but it really all came about sort of when and i it's it's kind of i don't i know i know we're in the woo-woo nest right now but like it's no, it no. was really sort of i felt this universal energy that kind of put this all together like you can unroll it like from when, you know, even Jeremy, the content creator who put everyone together. Yeah, Jer. And I wouldn't have known any of sort of like the connections or like the, the community and he helped bridge that gap and that Sick. divide. Shout so out. yeah, he's in the cut. He's for like sure. he's one of those familiar faces that like shows up everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he he came uh, he came to me by uh, like he used his one free LinkedIn message to send and and say like I love what you're doing at Kindling. I'd like to work for you and Sick. and do this. And and it's just been like two weeks of of craziness and and building and. Yeah, it's exciting. It's sort of like that Michael Singer book. I always come back to that. I think it's the Untethered Soul. It mm, might be the. I haven't read that. I think you're. I I'd think like that's to. the it right. It might be the another one of his, but um, it was basically he's built this over time. This huge software company. He didn't intend to. He just wanted to meditate, and he got so into meditation. He had this like cabin that he created. And all he wanted to do, he didn't want to teach anymore. He didn't want to be a professor. He didn't want to get tenure. Fuck. He just wanted to go and uh, uh, connect or you know meditate. So he did this, and then the universe just kept putting these things in his way. I guess that's how you'd say it. And mm -hmm. he just sort of said, "Okay, fine, I'll accept it." Like the mm -hmm. an employee presented himself, and he was like, "Okay, I'll work with you." And then it just the universe sort of took this snowball effect on it. Um, and I feel like it's the same thing, kind of with kindling. Not to like, I'm not trying to, you know. Uh, no, puff it's it up it's beyond true. what it is or whatever it's but what there's been these sort of like, and it's a function of also persistence <laughs> like it doesn't work like it, it wasn't working a year ago and you just I just kept at it kept hitting my head against the wall almost literally uh, yeah. trying to make it work and again it was a the focus was to for it to be just an e-com 
uh, cannabis retailer and sell cannabis. Great. Full stop. Okay. Legal. legal yeah. Cannabis. Like we have a store. We have a, you can walk into our store at Dundas Duffer and we sell it and we deliver it. It's a one hour delivery. Uh, you can track it. There's no minimum. <laughs> so Whoa. yeah, shout out commercial, but. Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's what kindling is. And that's what it was devised as. I mean, it really started, uh, um, I was intending to open stores just like a brick and mortar, just join the fun and uh, you know um, but yeah. I quickly realized in November 2021 after I opened it that it was sort of a not a dead end but it was gonna be a rough slog to oh, try and yeah. open actual stores and operate and invest in that and turn the inventory over so not yeah. to get too businessy right away but no Winnie was a GM of a retail shop 1922 that that opened and she on Sherboard right yeah. yeah 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 so like we were there and in it and we felt that we felt that battle happen and we we, we, we got them. in they opened opened um uh june 2020 so that was pretty early there wasn't there still was, it was rare at, mm. at that point you couldn't there wasn't cannabis on every corner yeah. so the fall six months later though was a, a definitely a different story tough yeah sure. in 2021 and i mean basically with the ocs with their hands in the pocket in the front and the back and just like not not trying to make enemies here for anyone but just like yo it's set up not to succeed right now right like the the retail side of it anyway like it's like a, a miracle like so you, you have to have unlimited funds <laughs> yeah that and, and also the it starts with how you set up the market so they set it up to be a commodity and what that what happens then is you take these products and there's no story about the brand anymore so by virtue of having the government be the centralized wholesaler and having excise taxes essentially like functionally they're excise taxes um, you basically only provide retailers with two levers. It's pricing, which is the main one that they always pull, and then branding or like points or loyalty or whatever, mm -hmm. which are ineffective, I, yeah. I think. I mean, like when you have like, there's no exclusive product, there's no buying breaks, there's no maneuverability. Like you could have 75 stores or one and you still have the same assortment, same price. So yeah. how do you differentiate? You differentiate based on scale and pricing. So you have these like listing fee companies that are bloated with listing fees, but they just lose money on the actual retail. Mm. What's so a I've, listing fee? Sorry. So they call it data fees to, oh. I'm probably speaking out of turn here, by the way, but no. um, yeah, they call it data fees, but uh, which is the, the legal way to sidestep it. It's the gray area. So people oh. like value buds or like one plant, what they'll do is get listing fees or data fees. So I'll list this product in my store. You give me head office 50 grand a year to list this product. I put it in, but I'll put it at the lowest margin possible because the store doesn't need to break even. The head office organization needs to break even. Ooh. So that's how they do it. So wow. yeah. Thank you yeah, for thank explaining you. that. <laughs> yeah. Key so that's hole. value buds and all that. They that's how they model it. Whereas what I saw, and I so I quickly realized like I don't have the scale or funds or, you know, public market funding to compete with that over the long term. So the okay. logical step is to take it digital to try and leverage that point. Mm -hmm. um, Very cool. And yeah, so we focused on e-com. So then I'm like, but I, my hit, my background, by the way, in business is INS Market. I built that from 2011 to well, like two years ago. INS what? Market? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like those retail store. shops? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's mine. Oh Sick, my dude. god! That's amazing. Well, I don't mean mine. It's it's our company. That's yeah, your that's the project. That's yeah. So wow. we, I started. Wow. Uh, um, in 2011, in Toronto, it's like where it's like a bodega. It's, yeah, like it's a, a bodega. It's of a, Toronto, yeah, yeah. 
so we should have fucking had that in the intro for sure yeah we could bring it up we'll, <laughs> we'll get there we'll, we'll get there later we'll do it we'll, we'll do, do it later we'll, yeah. <laughs> that's very cool man that's yeah very yeah cool. oh so you knew so you so i always have that haunting suspicion that if you're good to execute at one thing or you end up making something like notable you have a history that's going to contribute to that somehow well it's just like with business i find uh in my limited experience that it's all widgets like it all comes down to like these first principle tr- like you universal truths right like it's all just you know buy it for less than you sell it or whatever right so um you can extrapolate that as far as you want or to any given industry it's just the same thing like looking at the cannabis industry it's just a nascent really frothy industry that hasn't found its footing yet and like to overextend yourself and have these retail shangri-las really like i looked at them i went and drove around to all these like Honeypot on Queen West, and I'm not disparaging anything. Like it's really easy to get caught up in this stuff yeah. for sure, especially yeah. when it's not your money. Like when it's sure. other people's money, and it's like the public's money, which kind of pisses me off, honestly. <laughs> like when, because these people lot, like retail investors lost a lot of money yeah. on this, and some people walked away with a lot of money, like a, a big bag. So. Uh, Anyway, so wow. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so I quickly realized, like, yeah, it's a dead end to try and do this. I don't have the money to, like, pay 15 grand for a, a month for rent and then build out a million dollar store with gleaming glass, like, Apple handrails <laughs> and yeah. displays and all this shit. Yeah. Um, especially given that what you're selling is a commodity. So, like, it's one, like, the, the same. W- yeah, product X here that you get at that store or, like, down the street, it's the exact same, the exact same price. That's There's so weird. Nothing man. different about it. So, so weird. Right? When yeah, you think about it's that? Because in LA, you go to some places and, like, only they have that weed. Right. Like, Wonderland or Wonder or whatever, they have, like, their weed. And, like, they can win you with that. They can pr- develop their own product, and and there's like that artisan community that goes there for that. It's like speaking a whole other language when you're like trying to engage consumers. But like you're right, your hands are tied as a creative yeah. and a business owner because it's like you can organize your shelves in a cool way, but. It's like when you see other people who also shop at Costco and you go through their kitchen, you're like, I have that olive oil too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Exact same That's thing. It's like you got that same thing. Fuck, what a yeah. deep, beautiful insight. I don't think it's ever been voiced that clear and well on this pod. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Man. Well, for, and then so, said. like, if you keep going with it, so you keep extending that thought, right? And so you're a brand that's growing cannabis and you got the best product in the whole in the world. Okay, so that and that's, that's the second challenge. So I quickly realized again, like the brick and mortar isn't gonna work. We have to go digital in order to find some cheap leverage. Okay, yeah. So you went that route. Yeah. So then I just we uh, basically I, like I hired some agencies, which I can get into later. Uh, my thoughts on that: don't do it. Do okay. it yourself. Figure yeah. it out yourself. Listen to podcasts. Go on YouTube. Yeah. Figure it out and just go. Yeah. And find someone that's like your friend or someone that you trust that will you know, not sort of invoice you, um, whose incentive isn't to invoice you more and make the project more complicated. Anyway, exactly. we'll leave that for another day. But no, as, um, a, as a creative asset provider and a service provider in that capacity in marketing, I always, I'm honest up front, I'm like, my goal here is for you to be, not need me. Right. Like, 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 and that's why I do like flat, like I hate hourly because of yeah, that. Exactly. exactly. Like creative agencies, like milking people. I sit, 
I was mentored by the people who benefited by it. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's the, like, but no, those people I, um, have a lot of heart. Oh, oh, they're <laughs> great. Yeah, and actually, like, <laughs> and hey, let's clarify: their clients were Android, Coca-Cola. They could afford it. Yeah, they weren't that's milking the other thing. another entrepreneur or another person in the mud. So that's why I really prefer rates too, because it's like I'll give you three hundred percent for this. You see it ahead of time. I see it ahead of time, and with less is rock, <laughs> and you do what you can, and you you hope that like they know what to do with it. Yeah, like, that's basically it. you want to give it. But yeah, they they got that little oh oh. Yeah. More, more cheese, more cheese come down exactly. the tunnel. It's like, oh, and then upsell the campaign or upsell the same right. thing. There's always something more to do. I know. So I build you. this Fuck. site and then, you know, like they make it on hours. So they're not going to make it simple and go, oh, it's only going to be 2,500. They're going to be, it's going to be 25,000. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, so. And the, it, will, it will start with an idea there. And then before you know it, <laughs> two months later, <laughs> things have always evolved. Exactly. Totally. So okay. yeah, we took it into the e-commerce sort of uh, realm. Um, slowly and surely, we launched the website in last September, so we're only like five months in. But um, Sick. yeah, and what I realized right away, like in, within thirty days, is these brands like LPs and products, just any innovation or any new product that comes to market, it's impossible to get any bridge beyond the everyday cannabis consumer. You can't do it. It's so great. Yeah. So like, totally. so I would, uh, we put yeah. some ads in, you know, like blog to and NAR city paid eight grand for four months camp of a four month campaign. I'm just yeah. going to, you know, say yeah, numbers. please. It's what it is. <laughs> I talk about this shit all the time. I, I talk. People are really going to appreciate. They it. really appreciate that because that's but what it takes. But we can also do any editing afterwards. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I prefer to keep it. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's like it is what it is. It's the real world. I think that will open up people's eyes as well to like the investment. And and after I hear all all the all the what, I'm also going to hit you with the why. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, sure. but but please, please continue. So oh yeah, so. You know, so you're paying eight grand, right? Like you're a new retailer, you're trying to figure cool. it out. You're paying eight grand or whatever. I mean, you can do it however much you want, but yeah. I was like, I'm going for the, you know, Get the going for the moon package. here. Yeah. And so you're in, because you're cannabis, you're behind an age gate, then you're over here under sponsored content in order to, you can't use any language that actually elucidates the essence of the brand. So when you're trying to sell a product and be like, hey, this is organic or single cultivar or whatever, you can't do it. And then also, just like I interviewed uh, on my podcast, Amy Weinstein from Other People's Pot. Yeah. And she likens Shout it, out. analogizes yeah. it to uh, being a snake eating its tail. And it's so true. And I, it's so like you're <laughs> the only people you're talking to are people that already know. So you're going around in oh, circles. Yes. So that is it. <laughs> right? Absolutely. You're not 100%. New educational boundaries like in the legal either. Yeah. And so um, it, I, it's not like you're trying to. I always liken it to my mom's friend who wants to have one last glass, one less glass of you know vino at the end of the of the night, like trying to get that person to have a better day the next day and not be as hungover with a little bit of a gummy or whatever, or yes. that like you know artist or athlete, whatever. Um, trying to get to them is what I'm trying to do with Kindling Media, which is I look as like a different side it. of it. Yes, where you know Kindling is an e-commerce you know, store, the fulfillment center, I call it hub. Nice. Um, and that's what really sort of fulfills the order, gets you the product into your hand. Great. But like in order to actually attract and see, have other people, uh, be aware of these amazing products and benefits and, um, you need to bridge the gap. You have to cross the chasm, I call it. And Absolutely. To cross the chasm, I think you have to not 
be so focused on the thing. So I call yes. it augmenting the X. Like that's what we've been saying with Jeremy and in, in content is like, so here's the X. The X is like the oh, actual oh. product. This is the really high THC pre-roll. Okay, okay. that's awesome for sure. But let's step <laughs> to the side of it and see how we can augment the story of it. Like, what does it do? Who uses it? Why did they use it? Is it skaters? Is it like, you know, and and paint the picture, like the full sort of 360 by using your, media. Yes, yeah. recognize your customer and, and fish and fish. <laughs> like just like em. you're either performing <laughs> on social media or you have a private website with a blog or however you channel your audience and just like you'll evolve this sharper image of who cares if you just like keep like shooting A, B testing, trying different things. And you're right, all of that on the nose hammering you with like THC talk for like the data of right. cannabis, it's over. It's, it's over. Like it's like nobody knows what that means. Like there's a reference point because the THC percentage has been going up, but there's no actually emotional experience associated with 23% or th it's all more fucked up. So there's it's like, no problem and there's no solution yes. happening. So like, there's and you no can't, story. you can't, we can't, you can't do it. Your hands are tied. You can't blame anyone. It's just the way it is in the industry. But like, there's a ton of products that you see. Uh, you I'll just walk in the back. Sorry. I'll walk no. in the back of the store and just see like, pick something up I'm like holy shit like do people know but like a CBN like low THC gummy with CBN for sleep and I'm like this is perfect but yeah. nobody knows yeah. about it only people that would be coming into a dispensary chatting with a bud tender engaging with a bud tender to a degree where the bud tender can then go oh oh have you ever thought about for sleep using this product or whatever yeah so how how do we we and I think there's an applicability to these products, but they just can't be they can't be disseminated. There's a, it's impossible. You got to passively Sorry. inform, so yeah. it's like during an event, or during an experience, or in a piece of art, or mm -hmm. in a story that you're telling. Exactly. Show, don't tell. So like you mentioned skateboard. Boom, that's fun. Like you could you could shoot low key a social media commercial for. Um, like a brand that targets the skater person and not even show a joint. No. Just show their day. Yeah. Logo at the end. Yeah. You know. You know what's up. Exactly. Like, and <laughs> fucking, like, color grade it blue if it's a blueberry strain. Who fucking, like... Doesn't matter. Tell it in the start. I so agree with you. Yeah. I think a lot of brands are very hesitant to even invest in, like, quality art like that because they're just so hurt. They're so hurt oh, by the yeah, red tape scarred. of being scarred. Yeah, scorn and deleted and... Yep. So like they're I mean, been and bullied. Could, it, I think we're under some regulations that that's still not a thing for cannabis brands specifically. No, right? like the like, thing I just said though, you could do that. And with their logo at the end of it. No, they can't. But they also yeah. there's also different regulations for retailers versus LPs. So I approach LPs. I'm approaching LPs as um, uh, I'm <laughs> he's your, approaching LPs. I'm your DTC arm. Yeah. I will be your bridge to the consumer because we're allowed to do fun stuff like those events, right? Yeah. Whereas LPs, it's a lot more. They're a lot more hesitant because there's a lot more red tape around them doing it and mm -hmm. them advertising. But yeah. we can do it. So let's get it out there. Let's tell the stories of these products and let's also not discount. Like that can't be the first lever. I don't think it's good <laughs> for the industry at all. You're right. It kills like. It's gonna rot away, right now, like the way it's set up, it's just gonna rot away that middle where there's these great independent retailers that have spent like 
providing a great service to their customers, and, and, almost like at a patient level, right? But and they, investing in good products so they can yeah. refer it. Oops, sorry, that was like it's enough. also mm-hmm. not not cheap. Showed for, your enthusiasm. Like sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, was that guy on the campaign rally? He got canceled because he went yeah at the end of a thing. <laughs> It was like his career was done. Oh, Dean, no. something Dean. Anyway, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. I don't know about this guy. <laughs> Which campaign? It was a U.S. presidential campaign. Oh my God! Is that where um, Will Dean. Ferrell Howard gets Dean. his little woo in the woo! campaign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that what it comes from? <laughs> yeah. Dude, sorry, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure it was brilliant though, but we'll let it go. It had um, it had to do with retail stores for sure. Discounting. Oh yeah, curation, right? Re- oh, yeah, yeah. Reward curation. Mm-hmm. So like invest in your local stores by re- rewarding the curation, but you're right. There's even yeah, there's even still limits around that because everyone can technically curate the same thing. Well, just like uh, sticky necks here, they like Soul moved in next door and just lifted their menu. Really, just, just like, copied it. Why? Boom, and just dropped the price. Huh. Probably because that was to the easiest thing to do. Because it's like sent, like Sticky Nicks did the work. It has been in this area for like a year. Yeah, and like they just came real close. Like was, he's obviously found out what people in this area like. And yes, cold game like that. Just that saying. Very cold. Hey, these look familiar, don't they? They do. Yeah. Oh yes, I packed those. <laughs> yes, I went in Tell for a us. meeting with other people's pot, and uh, we, were, we got put to work. So it was such <laughs> a gr- good. great event. Fun. Thank you for helping awesome. with that. It was yeah. much needed. They ran out of weed. Oh really? At the end? By I, the end? I was ready to still smoke more. I went to there, and they were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're out of weed." Like the unlimited weed bar. It was very fun, but uh, I mean, yeah, it was super fun. You had to go. Uh, you cleared the buffet. Well, I wanted to, and then they started to. Um, limit the uh the give and then and then one of the one of the girls who was giving it out she she started getting real stingy i could only get mm-hmm. one at a time at one point it's <laughs> like when you, when you go to like unlimited muscles but they keep trying to feed you spaghetti yeah yeah, yeah. no get me another yeah. round of muscles yeah, not please. this bread please. Yeah. yeah no it was good though it was cool man it was a major vibe there um it was so very fun. nice of you to help pack all those things yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, i feel like it's just a good um I'm just trying to get involved. I feel like I've just started. So like just helping and doing whatever, providing value and not asking for anything in return is kind of the, the MO at the moment. But That's sick. another thing, honestly, I say nothing in return, but also profit in return. So yeah. I, I know it's kind of antithetical to, and doesn't really, it's not the biggest hippie vibes, but I think the, the biggest thrust in the in this industry retail wise needs to be focused on that because that's what supports, you know, wages and allows people to get benefits and gets makes sure that like you know you have job stability over the long term like you have to focus on that and not you know just because someone's going 30 percent off it's the same product like if you're providing a value a service recommendations charge for it (laughs) raise your prices that's so nice well said and don't be scared to do that because you really don't mind like you know a couple bucks more like you know to help if you want to support that like that community shop of yours that's sick exactly yeah like if it would it really affect you if it was 75 cents more per pre-roll if to if it was supporting independent versus a you know someone that's leveraged with public money that's just discounting indefinitely yeah word what are some of the uh special experiences that you employ in your store to assure the customer has like a good time well, the, our biggest focus is is scale. Like, I want to look towards making sure that cannabis is accessible readily, 
quickly, easily, and you can get the right product right away. Nice. So obviously, yeah, ours is like one hour trackable across Toronto right now as we sort of figure out the model um, of what works, what doesn't, and kind of feeling our way in the dark because there's no real model that you can look at or book you can read. I know. Well, that's what's neat. You are the history right now. You are You're creating the, history. Yeah. Like, oh. that's like. Yeah, you like, definitely like, are. Dude, especially as it. an independent shop, like, you're like just like figuring out the ways to navigate amongst the dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, in a hundred years, like, <laughs> this people will be might be reading. About. Yeah. Like, this will be being watched. Well, that's what we're hoping. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, in a class. So, in order to do that, we have uh, Concierge, which is an online, it's just a, a live chat, but I'm really trying to. Cool. And we trained our. Um, we call them concierges to be sommeliers, so they have sommelier certifications. Let's go. And so you can, you know, let's go. You know that like your friend who knows everything. That's the easiest person. Like I would text. We have a uh, guy on staff, Morris, who runs our wholesale side, and he's just a, a sage cannabis mind. Like he knows everything about everything. So like mm-hmm. it's like I wanted to recreate that, but be able to sit on your couch when you're a little too baked and ask if it's okay and like what to do. Nice. You know, or like, what's a good present for my mom who's never done? I keep bringing my mom. Whoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's uh, good. No, like, yeah. So it's uh, it's an easy live message tool. So you can message them anytime and get recommendations. We have you know like an online quiz that you can kind of find out what products are are suitable for you and what your pursuits are. Because wow. again, like I I think there's a lot under the waves here in terms of uh, function with these products. A lot. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I think it's really tough to get that out and communicate it. And someone like, I don't know, because it's Valentine, Valent, because it's Valentine's Valentine. Day today. Um, you know, like a an intimacy lube or whatever. Yeah. Is a forty-five-year-old woman really going in and asking a nineteen-year-old dude about what intimacy oil is good for? <sighs> you know. It's true. A dry vagina. No. Yeah. I don't yeah. think. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe they are, but they might hesitate. They might not. Yeah, but but you, I, I've had a few people in my day come in and just be like, "What's good for sex?" Like even something like that, right? Like <laughs> yeah. not very many people are go- going to They're ask confident that. Confident enough to do that. Yeah, but the few are, and it's a little off-putting because you're like, "Oh shit!" Right. Let me think about this for a second. Have I been trained for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me get the book. Yeah. 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 Gotta do some you're terpene. Like, you have the binder, the research. Retail binder, yeah. Sex, sex page. Yeah. So you, but it's true, right? Like that's that is a huge angle with cannabis that like no one even talks about. Sex? Yeah. Yeah. Well there's a there's a ton of them. Like I started I got into this and got the the spark from giving a boozing booze yeah and getting into cbd and i was like because i had there was a lot of latent i went to treatment in 2021 or 2020 march of i should probably know this 2021 cool um and yeah i went down to the states for a month just like out of the movies did all that shit um and uh yeah when i came back i i found that like i was boozing for i was drinking for a reason like i felt like i was kind of putting out a bit of an inferno inside me and that came out after i stopped where it was like burning me alive a little bit like it was too much like I wouldn't sleep for a few days like I could go like three days without sleep really yep like I could just passion I didn't prefer I had nothing there was not it was COVID right I was in a basement so it was just like I was just spinning in place so I was like you know I would drink so again I'd wake up and booze and I had a, a newborn too so it was like 
a you had a baby double on t- a double yeah a double whammy of, you would uh, drink shit. yourself into a, a, a baby like state and hang out, <laughs> and hang out with your baby have <laughs> yeah, babies on our backs so um, did you have any cannabis in your lifestyle at that point? no not really not wow. at all actually so no, this no, was no, this was zero a zip Wow. wow. So it was cool. a, before, like, I, I, you know, high school, I smoked pot and, uh, you know, we'd right. go on little <laughs> right. journeys. You right. know, the, the very, and I was like a jock, a typical jock kind of thing, a me, I was. Yeah. And so that was my experience at parties as a, as a, on a lark. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What'd so you play? Was, uh, rugby and uh, hockey. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, I played rugby in, in college too, but. Um, Sick. Yeah. Fuck, what were we just talking about? Um, I mean, you, that you, you didn't have any cam- cannabis oh, in, yeah. in your lifestyle. Oh, yeah. During and then you cleared the, up and you got clarity. Yeah, I got, well, I, I wouldn't call it clarity. I'd almost call it mania. Like, it was like I, for years I had been, you know, having four or five drinks every night and then, you know, having 29 every seven days. You know what I mean? Like, I would binge and then I would be like a bag of shit for like weeks. Oh, and then I would, yeah. I'd be doing yeah. this up and down. Well, it's I'd be like the medicating. Hu- Sorry. No, pl- I mean, it's your story. I was going to yeah. interrupt and be like, <laughs> like that's the human condition kind of right now. It, you're very easily walked right into a bar and told that this is like there's no limit on it. Like you can no go to the, it's, you know what I mean? Like it, it's been, yeah. and it, drinking it, it, cultures it all over TV. At all. Like, like there was no stigma. It's very easy to fall no. into this addiction. It's a, it's a plain sight addiction mm-hmm. that's like quite problematic. And but, like, yeah, if you got too drunk, like not very many people would like, they'd, they'd chalk it up to like, oh, it's just like yeah. what, that's what he does again Whoa. or she does and again. The or, coolest thing about when you yeah. get really drunk is the decisions you make. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. <laughs> totally. So you found uh, this mania when you came out of yeah. Well, I, I kind of is it rehab? Was it rehab? Yeah. Okay. Re- well, rehab. I mean, I call it treatment. Treatment. Kind of Sorry, I forgot that. Candy. Just I kidding. like that no, no, treatment. Yeah, I like it too. I no, that. actually, we we talk about that I just in terms of that. um, yeah, wording. Like it maybe it shouldn't be rehab. Oh, like, it doesn't maybe, give you know. a shit. Like whatever. It is it's what the it is. Same thing. Mm. Like let's grow up and no. just deal with it. <laughs> No, I disagree. It. We talk about sick, how sick kids shouldn't be called sick yeah. kids. I, I think that's, that actually, yeah, so like ju- just wording, you know, sometimes if you're over 35 and you, I bring this up a lot because I'm almost 35. Um, if you're over 35 and you get pregnant, it's, it's labeled a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. That's fucked. That is fucked. That's scary. What? I know. I'm and you get, you get wheeled into, you get a, you're in a different hallway Jesus. too. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, I get really intense about well, what word, should we call it sometimes. Old, old women pregnancies? <laughs> just just a regular pregnancy would be great, Michael. High risk, though. It is high risk. Um, you got an old one. How is old it? is she? 37. Whoops. She's gorgeous. Yeah. No, so I, I, please, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to continue uh, what we were talking about. But yeah, like... You start start to realize after that clarity that uh, the reasons why you kind of do things when you look back, and I realize now why I would would drink and like kind of muffle it. Um, yeah. And I didn't go down to sort of quit drinking. I was going down to just just rejig. Like it was a year and a half in the pandemic. I was kept hitting these same massive walls where I'd be like out of commission for weeks at a time. Um, and so, yeah, I actually went down and was like, yeah, I'm going to have a beer on the plane on my way back. I just need to rejig, take a deep breath. Um, but then that passes. And then, like you were talking about, where you have a perspective of 
being so hungover that's funny, that starts to shift to like, fuck, that was pretty sad. And that was sad. And that was not great. And that's not funny. And then you like, then it changes. And then it starts to be like a total new sort of perspective on it. But so yeah, I I, stopped and then came back to the real world. But it was just like my hair was on fire all the time. Like it was brutal. When you came back. Yeah. And I was on pharmaceuticals during that, like Clonopin and a bunch of other random. Oh, sorry. Okay. Klonopin. I hear Eminem rap about that. Yeah. That's a heavy one. (laughs) I think it is. I can't remember any of the names because I don't like, and people there do all of the names and do everything. But anyway, so yeah, I was, I I was on these pharmaceuticals and then came back and I was like, I do not want to be on anything. And so I, I sort of like faded them, you know, like. Um, weaned off of them. The pills. Yeah, like the good for you stuff to calm you down before bed. Stuff to calm you down when you wake up. Stuff to calm you down in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuff know, to calm man. you down. And like, uh, yeah. so I was like, I don't want to take this shit. Everything I need is inside me. So That's I did true. this. I act, no, oh, dude, it's tough though. So I did this thing where I was like, okay, I'm off them. I'm gonna try and limit coffee. I'm gonna like, try and limit like. Um, anything that alters my mood or state of mind mm. and it lasted like two days it was just like through the roof yes. like on that's fire like, rocket that's like the uh, new much. year resolution yeah. that's yeah. the new year's resolution exactly it that's like going to the gym and being like oh I haven't worked out five years and be like fucking load Squat. me up 500 <laughs> fuck, yeah. fucking 500 let's go <laughs> totally that's exactly yeah. it Jeez. it's so interesting that our brain at that time thinks that it's a, like is achievable I even find that with like list making like i on a daily list, I maybe get through, like, if I'm lucky, a quarter of the things that I think totally. I could get through, you know, totally. at the top of the day. I'm like, yeah, I can get these 17 yeah. things done. And even <laughs> if you get 15, you feel guilty, then that rolls over. And but then even you though... still did 15 things. Exactly, <laughs> like, but you don't insane. see it that way. Yeah. I know, I feel you. Definitely overachievers in this uh, time space right now, because I feel like... Uh, progress excites us because of like what we've witnessed over the past couple years like if you've just been alive and you saw uber come alive Mm. you're like oh shit like oh shit like it's like you know it's like oh shit like things are happening like they're like i don't know there's this feeling right now on earth in general that's like shit's moving like you know get get in or or get lost like you know what i mean like get with something like make a move and that's kind of nice that's inspiring (coughs) so you're going ham so you have a very strong um i don't want to put the label of it like addict tendencies but a lot of folks who are extremists uh like myself (laughs) get very committed yeah so it really plays in like I had to learn about NFTs. I was in like a two week, like 11 day rabbit hole. Yeah. Like just like Doge all deep. Oh dude, it was all, it was like even before Doge came, but yeah, Doge going deep. That's funny. And like NFTs and just like moved like half my catalog onto like these different platforms, like clubhouse, like Twitter spaces, like going ham. And it's like, then you fulfill yourself and then you kind of move on. Or, or how does that work for you? Do you get obsessed with something for a period of time? And then move, like you can stay in the same company even, but you go around here and you figure this out and you go up here and obsess it. Or yeah. how, have, how have, you've obviously shifted this kind of energy that used to be an issue in your life, this extreme like needing focus towards something. Uh-huh. And that's alchemy and that's channeling. Mm-hmm. So how did you make that, how did you curve that focus? Well, in a simple word, I guess it was, uh, I mean, actually, it's not really that simple. It's kind of a process, right? So 
Um, I don't think I've ever in my life had a long enough time horizon of not crashing into the Earth's crust to actually see what happens and unfolds. <laughs> the only other thing I've done over a long period is <coughs> INS, but I had periods where I would be like, oh, like fucked for six months, like just totally depressed or like in a, you know, in a deep dive kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so this is the first one where I've had like first project or thing that I've had sustained balance and clarity for where I can I know I'm going to be good next Friday morning I know that and I've only known that for two years like Let's I would make up for before that. that yeah before oh, that yeah. I would be if I went to a Leaf game on a Wednesday and I had a meeting at 9 30 it was probably 50 50 if that that I was going to be there right oh, so word. Well, I didn't know like I would go to the game and then it would be it might be 6 a.m <coughs> I'm still I'm coming home at 6 a.m and I'm like fuck me what the Cause, fuck am I doing you couldn't help but go for another beer after the game or whatever it was it was just trying to escape it i was so bored in my not bored it was just like it wasn't enough whatever it was it just wasn't enough and the like the inferno was just eating me alive and it it got to a point like i've been i was hospitalized for panic attacks from this and stuff like where i thought i was having a heart attack but it was just really from drinking too much over too long of a period and your body's just like what the fuck Mm -hmm. you know what thank you yeah i get this from huge sensations in my body uh like i'm diagnosed tourette's so i like will feel like i i do that like i found things to actually process the energy but you have a big spirit and you know what's a lot we have to be compassionate with ourselves you're a spirit having a human experience it's a lot to trap infinite potential and possibility into one single limited perspective we are naturally should be going nuts thank you you you've <clears throat> you are everything and you've chosen to be one thing and to try to live life from that of course you want to burst out of your body sometimes like that's that's natural we should be more prepared for that as kids because as adults we try and hide it or escape it or something, you know, instead of just like, that's why basically this show, like discipline, like if you zo- if you give that infinite spirit, like purpose, it's so unstoppable. For sure. And that magic we started with will start to happen. Totally. You know, that momentum, like in your life where the magic happens and you're like, you're like connected in through this game now, as opposed to just like, <laughs> like yeah. I feel you, like this shit, could fucking expand and implode sometimes. I hear that. Right. That's intense, man. And back to that, like, feeling like a kid you were saying, that's a big thing with, um, like, addiction where you go, if you feel a little bit up, a lot of the times I'm like, okay, this is not enough up. Let's have more coffee. Let's get going here. Oh, yeah. So you want to take it from just a little bit. Like, that's, these little things aren't enough. I need to hammer it way up and I need to feel it really, I need to go dark when we're dark, you know? So it's not like, I'm trying to get to a little bit like where the equal or the amplitude of the wave is a little more muted over time, but the trajectory of the overall like pattern of it is Northeast. Trending (laughs) Trending up. Life is a gradient. Yoga taught me that in a lot of ways. I used to love to work out doing boxing, very explosive, very fast, very like torture yourself. And then yoga taught me this humbleness when this like little 90 pound girl was like doing this perfect balance bend beside me. And like, even though I had all the core strength of like a boxer, I couldn't fucking stand there with one leg up. Like I totally got humbled. And then that agency that I was essentially mentored by told me this idea too of constantly raising your floor. So like 
where like we say life is vacillation so there's high points and low points but there's one general central point between those two highs and lows points if you look at it on the graph so if you're steadily making slow progress eventually where your floor is is like 20 miles north of where totally. your high used to be yeah so like you can create that sustainable pattern but yeah you really gotta find something you care about and you have to have the emo like the stability to do that so so that like again i would be able to and i think this is pretty common i like where you go super hard for a week holy shit and you get it all done and then it's like then you party your ass off on friday and like monday you're there and then to get back up there it's so hard emotionally to pick it up and like operationally practically it's hard like you have to just like get your shit back together like literally yeah like almost literally yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) literally and then and then so you know that so it kind of extends itself where um you know when you're consistent and you do it every day it just that floor is way up here in a week and then that's like in a few months you look back at that you know sort of plateau and you, it's miles behind and yeah. it's just from little tiny tiny little movements over time yeah tiny like you don't have to be a hero every day Mm-mm. at all it's just sort of yeah. we follow someone um named esther hicks who essentially channel channels universal Do you know abraham hicks spirit i've heard that name yeah. called abraham hicks and they always talk about this idea of the next logical step. So if it feels like this big, large thing, there's actually an aspect of you that's holding that from up, apart from yourself. Whereas like uh, when it feels like that's just like, oh yeah, of course, like whatever it is, I'm gonna use money as an example, but it, when you hit a certain financial mi- milestone, it's not from $2,000 or living paycheck to paycheck to, you know, winning the lottery and getting a million dollars in your bank Although account. Although it Generally, could be. It can happen that way. <laughs> but they talk about if you if you feel it, right? But but you have to be, you the, there's these stepping stones of emotional frequency that you have to get on board in order to allow things to come to you. It has um, to feel natural. Via law of attraction. So it's like if, if you expect whatever you expect the next logical step is which would likely feel just like a little bit higher from what you're doing now because you can't get from here to there you know that's then you're like on the right track right you know because it it's very rare that you're depressed and you can just jump right to happy it's very it's always the for, clean your room the is the first thing you know what yeah. i mean yeah, like clean up the, your desk yeah, clean, clean your room, desk yeah. clean your room yeah so that is that essentially your why where where you feel like you want to serve cannabis to the world or you want to share this message like you're working so hard you're focusing this amazing okay sorry that's the karma cup i swear (laughs) oh yeah you haven't smoked um is that your why like like cannabis helped focus you so you want to like give this medicine to the world kind of or my why for going going after uh, this this is I had this moment where, um, yeah, so to the extent what we were talking about, I keep saying that, but, um, so I came back, I had this inferno inside, and I started taking CBD, um, and it Smoking started it? to sort of, or no, pills? Uh, capsules. Dope. I would take capsules because I, I didn't want to smoke, I had a newborn, and it's just, you know, for so sure. They say don't easy. blow smoke in a baby's face. Yeah, they, I mean, that's still being debated right now. Like, yeah. that's still going My baby, the, I'm going to roll blunts studies. for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Immediately, whenever they get, just a little cute little cone. Yeah. <laughs> Spark me up, daddy. <laughs> so the, uh, um, 
So yeah, I found that 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 helped, and and there was a moment where I was uh, I was taking CBD and I was on this run. I was feeling good. I'd lost a bunch. I was really uh, overweight too before this. I was like two sixty, and over the last two years, lost like 50, 50 60 pounds. Dude, congratulations! Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Thank How did you. you do that? Running. And running. Yeah, run. Just running and eating less than I, or you know, eat burning less. burning more than I ate, pretty much. Yeah. Just like rich dad, poor dad, save. save yeah, save like, more than yeah, you spend. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. exactly it. It's, it's spend less than you make. But I couldn't recommend that more. By the way, if someone wants to lose weight, like really low impact running over a long period of time. Smoke a joint if you want to make it a little more fun. Yeah. Okay, don't. Don't get out of breath. Just jog. Just have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, I love that, dude. Sustainability. Yeah, sustain it. You've zoned into sustainability. What totally. a beautiful virtue to understand. Yeah. And so I had this moment. I was. I think I was running up Shaw, uh, northwest of Trinity. And I've said this before on podcasts, but uh, it was just a perfect moment. I was running. My body felt like it was doing exactly what it should be doing. Like I was going. I wasn't out of breath. It felt awesome. It was a runner's high. Combined with CBD, combined with low dose THC, combined with the sun like shining through the light, the, the leaves right at that moment. The human condition thrives amazingly yeah. oh, in that scenario. So and then so like, and then oh, and the music was exactly right. Like it just hit, and I was like, I actually got butterflies from it. You know what I mean when you have that? Yes, dude. And I, I was love like, this moment. It's also like, you end up like. I'm literally dude you know the rocky punch twist jump in the air yeah. I do it over and over and over again <laughs> on that. a sidewalk because I'm recreating the freeze frame moment so I jump back into that split second yeah. and add them up people are like mental patient and I'm like, yes I am Fuck. words are words um <laughs> So yeah, that's basically cool, what it is, man. and that's uh, Kindling's ethos or missions, whatever corporate jargon you want to call it, is better your best. So I was like, everyone needs to ex- discover this now, and I yeah, that's the mission. So, and again, it's better. Your that. best is so different, you know. Your best is different than your best, right? Like, if you're a writer or you're a uh, weightlifter, like you know, powerlifter, it's going to be different. But cannabis, I found through research yes. <laughs> I almost actually said research <laughs> research uh, an experience that there's so many applications like there really is not just like the sort of fluffy marketing speak but there really is like anxiety it helped me like it was like pouring water it was probably pouring water in a flame <laughs> I was yeah. trying to think of a cooler analogy <laughs> Like, it's cooling What's the a flames, cool right? analogy for that? It's like putting right. the fire. That's it. That's the one. In, in, no, the lyrics are great. The incitation, like just like was like nothing <laughs> halfway through. That's Gave amazing. Up on it. So yeah, better your best. That's the mission. Cool. So yeah, you found this beautiful, sustainable bliss. And how old's your baby now? Three. Cute. Yeah, I still call him baby Sammy. What's that I like? After my dad. It's crazy. It's uh, it gives you you become. You're a part of the fabric after you have a kid, I think. You know, and that might also be a function of me being like not drinking now, but I feel a lot more sort of part of society because <laughs> mm. you're not you're not in like you're not in your under your own cover trying to escape everything. You know, they, they say that it's a lot, a lot about emotion and and you know covering and uh, trying to mute that emotion. Um, so now I actually feel like I'm feeling and like I'm oh. part of it. And I think that's a big part of like having a child, but I, I, I'm trying to discern if it's 
you know, again, not drinking or if it's it's probably, it's probably, or probably everything. It's, yeah. all, it's, it's like life. Those, yeah, those, <laughs> all of the things. Those pieces of your life <clears throat> organized themselves in a way that made you take a certain responsibility for your openness and like exchange. The fabric of society, what a u- beautiful humanity, suit. not the, the fabric of humanity almost. Yeah. Where, because no, you have a concept. vested interest in things. Like when I see news now, when there's like an earthquake and there's a kid, I'm like, oh fuck, I can't look at that. Yeah, you know, like dude, there's actual. Honestly, whereas before I was like, look fucking at whatever, anyway. I could die or not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for now sure. I'm like, when I actually care. Is, so yeah. you care. I don't want to die anymore. <laughs> no, but, not not actually, but like for real. You, I'm like more careful now because bro, you don't stay you off, have a sign stay off the and news. everything's different. Everything yeah. is through a different lens. Sorry, that's beautiful. That is. I had a question for you, but it's slipped my mind. It's okay. We'll come back to it. Yeah. It feels kind of like that '70s show. Yeah, that's what this bit. is. This is what we have. That's yeah. the aesthetic. I like it. Yeah. Yo, mm. did you oh, say you wrote notes? Yeah, I wrote notes. Did you oh. recently read my book? Yes. I, while you're finding your notes, I just wanted to shout out your Insta, actually. Oh, K- nice. Kindling's Kindling Media's Insta it's because like yeah, it's dude. so fire, it's dude. Good. Like yeah. what you just what you not just, but like when you explained what your your attempt is, like you're totally doing that. Like you're fully separate. I love that page in yeah. in a sea of cannabis stuff. Like yeah. nice. it's just so fun. Like yeah. I look at it and I'm like, ah, oh, that looks like it's a good time. <laughs> yes, sure. it's so Thank nice. You. Shareable Thank assets. You. With like yes. models and people who actually look like us, who right. look like the cannabis community. Yeah. Like it's good. For it's sure. good stuff. Yeah, I was trying to do it where, you know, you wouldn't all of these articles and blogs are so they, it's like a computer. They honestly sound like AI. It's AI. It's basically just uniform like suit. It's like, just trying to get clicks by having it sitting on your website. So like why not make it good where people actually want to read it? Then that sort of rolled into this thing where I was like, let's make Vice two thousand circa two thousand four when it was fun. Bro. To and bring totally. it to cannabis. Can like we, there is can, no there's nothing here in the this, country either that is filling this space bro. with that. Yeah. Yeah. This is we're very aligned in that way. We just refound these videos that we did for my first single called Work Hard, and that's exactly the fiber that we uh, like took that from or recreated it from. I gotta show you after. I'll put it up here. But like we cut, co- I was a song called Work Hard, and we covered people who worked hard in their industry. Nice. And like uh, that, like that's exactly it. Like those pieces, they were so informative, and they became valuable assets in themselves even if they were promoting something or right. even if there was like a visible brand that was publishing it yeah it's like still it's like an article it's like an right. article a creative asset that's an article that's like really cool and uh-huh. shareable so yeah. yeah i love that and obviously Jer- is jeremy making some videos all of it too? he's like, doing all of it he shout is. out and shout that's out and that's the other thing so too good. i'll jump it into now i guess is like i found i was that was the universe i feel lucky and gr- more grateful that <laughs> The three people that work with me uh, at Kindling came on board and I found them. Like, mm-hmm. they all fit perfectly. Um, but yeah, so that was like, I was doing that before and spending the same amount in terms of investment on that. But it was with an, an agency, and agencies naturally, again, are like corporate entities where there's four people on meetings you're having nine meetings every two weeks you're on these meetings for an hour and a half and then some like really unauthentic thing is you know shit out of that process and it's like and it's it's so obvious like it's so obvious that it's not real 
and I don't think it, I didn't think it was going to work. And again, this was just like a, an iteration over four months where I was like seeing what was happening. Everyone's just posting like. A, everyone's just posting and promoting price drops or a new product by just going, here's the new product. Here's the price drop. Like, <laughs> sick. It's a flyer. They took yeah. a flyer approach with graphics because that's yeah. what that corporate, non-creative bullshit, when you don't hire your friendly neighborhood creatives and get an authentic <laughs> custom project, See, there we you go. get garbage plastic. And that's in points. Exactly. And then that's that's what happened. Is And I, I also used to uh, poo-poo this where everyone was like, it's always, it's about people first. Like, And again, I was in my mid-20s trying to build a different business. But I always was just like, it's just numbers. Just hit the numbers. People, it's kind of, you know, it's nice to, you know, it's nice to say, but I don't think it really has a, an outcome. Um, and I was completely wrong about that. <laughs> completely. So nice. that's that's been a learning nice. in my 30s where it's like, you have to have the right people with the right alignment. And when you don't, it flounders. Con like it's oh, just, it a, just it's a it's right terrible. Out. Oh, it's, you're flailing, you're drowning. It's constantly. heavy. It's Everyone heavy. doesn't it's feel good. It's yeah. like awkward. It's not fun. Awkward sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't know about that. I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> I just realized as I said that. I, I know that. a lot about that. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like having a tiny dick. Is, uh, <laughs> I don't know. No. I, I remember. A fat vagina. <laughs> I remember. Um, I feel like your vocabulary is quite impressive. Do you Thank like you. words? I just read a lot. I just have a, I can't fall asleep, so I read a, like a Kobo, an ebook or whatever mm. in order to fall asleep. And then I think just over years and years and years of doing that and reading dumb books like, you know, Artie Lang's fucking rehab stories and stuff. Oh, <laughs> it's just me. like <laughs> you oh, grab yeah. things, you start sponging. I read other stuff other than that, but yeah, that's okay. where it's from. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it is. Those are the best books, by the way. They like I've read one recently called Original Sin. I think it's by a Welsh dude who was a heroin addict. And Fuck. those war stories, when they first start out with it, it was like I was in the toilet and I had a needle in my arm. And you're like, oh. "Yep, let's go, let's read away. This is wow. fucking awesome." I don't know, maybe I'm unique no, with that. No, no, I'm they, sure. They well, when a, when a writer snaps you into a scene like that. In such a rock star, dark. hard yes. edge, fucking Nothing. dark way that yeah. you you never really want to end up there, but you have this deep curiosity for the dark of that, for sure. Yeah. I grew up in Vancouver. First time I seen someone shoot up heroin on the street, I was like six or seven years old, and there was always this allure yes. to look. Totally, like it's like that's gross. Like that's and you should probably like not encourage that or something, but it's like. Fuck! Like yeah. it's 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 weird how we attract to things. It's like looking at a car crash or something. You know, totally. it's like you can't turn away. And I hear you. Sometimes you get sucked into it, like documentaries, biopics, yep. or whatever. However fucked up the artist got, especially if they come back. Yeah, I really love the that. hero's journey. Totally. If like like who's that wrestler, Mickey Rourke or something, or that he did the like that that guy, his real life like was shit. Like yes. same thing. And then he, but he got back. He got yeah. back to Hollywood. That's crazy. It's definitely a morbid fascination, but it's, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> dark for you, sure. You have a big capacity to feel. I think so. I think that's also, I think a lot of, uh, I don't, uh, like people that had issues with addiction, I think they have a huge capacity. Like if you can, I agree. and if you could somehow, like that's kind of a, an overarching thing I've had in my mind of, uh, like if you could figure out a way to help people with that mental 
side and the addiction side because I think they're really sort of intertwined. They are the same. Yeah, I think it's so. It's emotional management, no? For sure, yeah. big time. But I think if you were to were able to like get them, um, a like recovering and on the road to recovery, tools they are incredibly are in terms of capacity, it's crazy the capacity. Something unlocks. I don't think they have a. I think it's just like yeah. There's something up there rattling around that has a ton of energy. They can't get it out. And it, it manifests in these like emotional swings that are really tough to manage. And so they self-medicate by going into a coma with. And the thing that we have to understand and accept is the individuals with like that huge ball of energy is like it never goes away. So you're always in practice of managing it. So it's like you just got to tick away at getting disciplined. Like I used to have fits where it's like basically stemming from pain addiction, Tourette's fits, whatever. But like I would come out of meditation sometimes and I'm still meditating. I would just fucking nail, hit myself in the face, punch myself in the face a couple times like hard. I can give myself black eyes. And instead of doing that, I came out of my gratitude journal and just threw, yesterday, threw my, gra- <laughs> ironically, chucked my gratitude journal across the room. So it's like, again, that floor is just a higher now. But it's like managing that still is a thing. Yeah. Like, it never goes away. And it's like just this thing that it's like, okay, maybe you've channeled it. It's just like, whew. You have to feel more. You have to be able totally. to go more, or else you would explode earlier. And then when you're in the wave, whoa, when you're in the <laughs> waves of uh, when you're in the waves of it, it's very tough to sort of. You have to do almost an elimination strategy where you you stop certain behaviors or like, okay, I'm gonna ha- not drink. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do X, Y, Z. So you can kind of simplify and actually get a a, a sense of what is doing what. You know, mm. otherwise it's too confusing. There's too much going on. There's too many things happening all at once. And sometimes it's like, I won't do that one thing this time. I'll do these four other things and right. see if the trigger hits as deep. And yeah. So you eliminate them. Yeah. Wow. For sure. That's a good tool. Yeah. Cool, man. What are these notes? Yeah. I'm curious. Hit okay, so let's notes. get into this. So this is uh, STFU, uh, Thoughts and Feelings by Eleven. Thanks, we have. I've read it, uh, and I have some notes. So Sick. chapter one is uncovering the pain addiction. There you go. And essentially, it's it's fighting the disease. The, the essence of the, the uh, page is basically, well, do you want to explain it? Do you want to explain what you meant by like the in- uncovering the pain addiction? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but uh, I mean, I'd, like, lo- I'd love to hear your take on it, like from what you got. But I can definitely synopsis it up. Yeah. Well, I kind of felt as though it was kind of letting go, like not having, like foregoing the the hard edges of discipline, perhaps not on a eternal basis, but at least momentarily, um, such that you can feel at ease. Now, my content, contention with it is that I found that doing that in my life where I've let myself do what I've wanted has led to more pain than if I didn't. You know what I mean? So, mm. like, let's use a, a cigarettes as an example. Um, whenever I, I'll, I'll always quit and then, you know, take it back up again. And it's like this gnawing, annoying urge constantly. Like, so you're sitting down working at your computer. And it's just like ping, like when's the next one? Ping, when's the next one? Go outside now, like you want one now. And it's that's torture, I find. So in order to avoid that torture, you have to force yourself into the hard edges of discipline 
And I find that there's actually like, it's easier there. It's easier to do it because you know what you're supposed to do. Like you, you get up at five, go to bed at 10, get up at five, do this thing. Does it suck? Today it does, but in seven days, I'll be used to that. That hard edge will be smooth. And now this is easy. Beautiful. And like, I feel as though it's easier to, again, like with drinking or, or smoking or whatever bad thing, like <clears throat> scrolling your phone too much or, you know, not being patient with your children, whatever it is. That's a weird one, but um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. I no, I, I, I totally hear you. Weird. Let me uh, <laughs> yeah. no for sure. So, so you're obviously comfortable operating from the divine masculine. So it's logistical list making. I so guess. and you can you can approach things in that form, and that's good too. So that's essentially the outcome of whatever let's use the metaphor of fighting styles so like bruce bruce lee with jung kindo is essentially like whatever works for you mm -hmm. like so you can combine many right. things so whatever application works for you whether it's emotional or mentally logic for list making great because you'll arrive up on a discipline what this discusses is uncovering the pain addiction <clears throat> And it's interesting how you did use the adjective hard edge discipline because <laughs> that's a belief system. So my intention to set the book, and you're right, I am assessing discipline without saying the word in the first chapter because I, I think people's approach to mindfulness often is not compassionate enough with themselves. So what I'm addressing here subconsciously is operate from a place of love, not fear, inspiration, not motivation. So I'm telling you to like turn this off for a minute, find your why, then you better find those fucking discipline corners. I see. If you don't have that aligned before that list, you will be an employee for the rest of your life. Right. You will never have anything that you're willing to fight for and deserve to fight for. And when I say fight for, take on those hard edge disciplines. And it's basically up to the individual's belief system how it feels. Because Winnie was under the impression for so long that you had to have grueling hours for a paycheck in order to pay rent. You know, and then once you shift your belief system into allowing an inspired action to, to come to you when you're prepared. I never say don't prepare yourself. Uh, as actors, I always encourage proactivity, not sitting by the phone and waiting. Uh, and not, and certainly not letting any distractions get the better of your focus. That's more so what I'm saying is shut the fuck up for a minute. That's like the name of the oh, book. Yeah. Like you're scrambling right now. Trust me, you are in something. In, in one part of your life, you're scrambling. And the only way to get your power back and nail what's on those lists is to like come from a place of love, of, of contributing, of giving. Like, you know, and, and it will work out. I believe that. From the case studies of successful friends that I, I've made and have and, and got the first person insight from, I'm like, did you chase the bag or did you... Did yeah, you, it you kind know, of or, depends on what, what your needs are too, right? Because like I had then. such hard edges that I would essentially uh, work myself to a place of exhaustion, hide for three days while I recovered, and then started all over again. Loved starting all over again because those three days, especially in your twenties, you know, you can re 
you know, come back. Yeah, pretty easily. Um, Those three days, like, was shit for you, for me, not fun in our relationship, generally speaking. Oh, the depression days. And then then I'd come back and feel so great, and I'm like, okay, we're ready to go again. And for quite a long time, I could stretch myself with really hard-edged disciplines that eventually like there was no sustainability mm-hmm. i guess in in that so i had to this last year in this last 6 months i had to soften that so there was so much that like uh you know even my sleeping pattern i started doing stand up and i my, i grew up with like my dad being like if you wake up past 7 a.m. like You're you are wasting. missing the day yeah. you are wasting the day and it's that really was good. so like so much in my body it still is that when I'm up until 3 a.m. in the morning if I don't wake up at 7 o'clock like my whole day is like if I wake up at 11 I'm like I'm a piece of shit I'm a fucking idiot what the fuck am I doing with my life (laughs) and it's like you so so I had to figure out that people live different lives and like you kind of have to mold to what it is that you want out of your Mm -hmm. out of your life it's also uh, with that mentality, and uh, I have the same thing where you go upy downy with it, is not to do all or nothing sort of approaches to thinking, but it's so hard not to. Like with that, if I, again, I totally agree with you. If I'm up, like uh, I've got this thing where I'm trying to work out before work, so I'm getting up at 5. Um, but five. if I get up at 5.30, I'm slightly behind, and it's just panic stress. Like yeah. I'm like parked in the car like Jesus yeah, Christ, I'm like beep, 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 running, Do you meditate? It's not necessary. Man, whenever I try, I've tried to meditate. I've tried to write. I try and do all of these wellness things, but it ends up me hardening it. So like, it becomes me so, where I'm like, I'm not meditating and letting it come. I'm coming to it. I'm wrapping my arms around it and I'm stuffing it <laughs> in the fucking box. So it's like, yeah. I, I'm like, I've done this before. Like you are, six a.m. Get up, meditate. Six fifteen, journal, and I'm like journaling, <laughs> fucking journaling, and I'm checking it off. <laughs> Literally, so, so I'm be- like, I can't do it. It becomes that's a good. proactive thing. So that's what I'm saying. This is um, this kind of encourages the exploring of the Tao of of the the open negative space before our ego makes the decision to try and manifest a result. Yeah, but obviously you operate with the divine masculine, and that's a beautiful trait. Nine to five, like that's something I wish I had more of. Like taxes, flights. Winnie scheduled today. No, that's not an accident. Uh, you know, like that. That square is good, but um, I would man. It's and it's like you suggest like meditation. It's like fuck off. Easier said than done. But I would say go through that though. Yeah. However you need to approach it, trust me, your ego is not stronger than God. Like you will hold on for, I bet no longer than 10 days. Mm-hmm. If you just actually commit to sitting down, like and whatever, go like that Muscling then. it. Go like that then. Yeah. Like, and just, it's just a breath thing. Right. You know, so like just do that and then hyperventilate for 10 minutes it's Fine. sort of like you're right, at right, right. the the wall when you're running you know you're at that wall your wall is your starting place yes so you know you it have takes to break some through time the wall. yeah get through that is that another thing like when i was down in uh, new york uh during the recovery in um, brighton yeah two weeks in brighton i ain't enlightened <laughs> <laughs> the uh um the counselor would tell me to put my phone away and shut up and like go after dinner just go and sit and look at the moon 
or yes. whatever. Yes. And so oh, I would intense. do it, and I would just put my phone away, and I was like, this is bullshit, and then I'd be crying in five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, and try and do it. Try and go t- fucking five hours without without well, we, it, without we, something, and you will break. We take, <laughs> we take walks, and that's the thing. Honestly, bro, especially as a man, I will say like a damn broken me when I was like 21 after being loved enough by Winnie for a while. Uh, it's like we're taught like not to cry kind of like in this society peripherally, even though no one ever said those words. It's like this weird thing that like you have to loosen up that valve to like allow the emotion to come through. And especially those who I, I think it's harder for those who are gifted mentally like yourself to come off that flame because that momentum is working like you have right. manifested a life like there's no negating it there's no in your check this box uh tally of of life it's like nothing's wrong but like that that releasing that valve and like crying and like getting away from like serving the ego identity is like so healthy and like so much more part of the enriching spirit of life i feel yeah like it's worth it i think it's worth the crying it is, but I, it's also a, uh, I always think about what drives you, and I think the neg- negative things drive me, honestly, like where you're, but that's cool. with meditation, it's like you said, it's like almost fake it till you make it, like maybe one day I'll be getting up at 5am for a really spiritual reason, but I don't think so. I think it will end up being like, I'll sleep in once I get to the soft phase. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, for, like, for a time period, for sure. And and exactly, maybe it's not in this lifetime to live like fully in that like mystery spiritual space for sure but I would say meditation is just a metaphysical practice emphasis on physical it's just a yeah. breathing thing well that's what I do while I run so I find it oh, it's so like you I, have like a meditative yeah. flow state thing oh yeah okay. like it gets uh, if I feel weird if I don't run and there so I'll go. do it on a run where I'm like, cause it's so repetitive that you just like, st- I'll stare at a uh, space in front of me and the, on the ground. So you don't like step into a hole or whatever. Sure. And you just get into the, and you can get into really weird fugue states where you're sort of Whoa. like, you're like, Whoa, what the fuck? Where yeah. am I? Like, yeah. I've been wait, I went this you far. For, you, for shit. you forget space and time. <laughs> totally. You can transport and your actual density most likely is becoming lighter. And you're, you're moving your body, your heart's pumping, you know, you're trying to find your breath, so you try and find, like, a smoothness. You have, like, I have key words where I'm, like, smooth, you know, it's not crazy. But no, like, mantras. Smooth, mantra, I guess. But where well, you're just kind is. of, like, okay, float, like, tr- feel like you're floating, feel like, you know, there's a string at the back of your head pulling you up. So, there like, you your go. body, like, starts to, like, feel, like, in that flow state yes. as well. And if you can connect your mood, like, what your body's doing with what your breath's doing. Um, I try and like only breathe through your nose. So that's if it. you can get into that state where you're like breathing and in rhythm with your body, that's where it's at. Oh. <laughs> that's meditation. But I just, I can't do it sitting still. <laughs> that's all. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, meditation is the practice of stillness, but that is one hell of a flow practice. And that's like just as good neurologically. Neurologically. Like, yeah, for like your brain to have a single focus and to be in a present moment and not stretch. Like that's... Yeah. That's very beneficial. That's almost like sauna or steam room. <laughs> I do that too every day. Yeah. Sa- sauna, it's the best. Oh, beautiful! So you, oh, yeah. you have practices that lead to a centeredness. Oh my god! Like I was a, I would party from Thursday till Thursday before. Now it's like I am like it's again. It's all or nothing thinking. It's the same thing. It has to be polar. Yeah. Where before <laughs> I was a piece of shit, and then now I have to be like super like good. yeah, green juice and like measuring <laughs> shit and like weighing. Not actually, but yeah. 
You know Congrats. what I mean? Amazing. That's huge. Yeah, man. Like that's well a done. that's that's do a you, positive um, thing. Do you acknowledge yourself for for like the transition that you've go, gone through your past journey? Yeah, you... a little bit. Yeah, here and there, but it's more. Um, I think it's more moments. Like I can't remember which. I think it was Yellowstone, the show, which is lame <laughs> to bring up, but. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, he was saying that one of the characters was saying that, like, happiness is not, you're not going to find a full day, you're not going to find a full week, but, like, in terms of being grateful and, like, looking back and pats on the back for yourself, I think there's moments where you're just like, wow, this is pretty good. And usually it's, like, quiet moments or, like, where, like, those in-between where you're, like, you know, in an elevator and you're like, whoa, it's 7 a.m., I've already run, I'm in the office. Wow, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty good and it's bad I haven't blown myself up in a yeah. few months so I'm feeling good yeah I definitely I've had I feel like I'm starting to have those moments more and I 100% was someone who like chased after those highs like those big yeah. highs when we started meditating when things started changing um like for our careers you know since 2017 type thing um yeah, we had so many like big feeling jumps like yeah. big feeling moments that that like now that our base level has raised so high, there's not, I don't find that those peaks are happening as mm-hmm. often. Cause and because, yeah, exactly. Cause the base level is raised. So like I, for a while I was kind of going through withdrawals of those like extremities. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and, and then, so now I've just been, yeah, starting to find those sort of more quiet, moments there's mm-hmm. a song on broadway called it's a quiet thing and it talks about um how love is like it's not you know these loud big parades it's no. something that happens you know really subtly totally inside your body it's and nice. it's like i think the uh over time these it's almost it's like the opposite of death by a thousand cuts <laughs> like it's just as you have more you string more and more days together and weeks and months and you know actions and you slowly you know amalgamate all these you're you're in like you're on a solid foundation whereas when you do these like like really quick extreme movements that aren't sustainable yeah. you come right back down and you don't yeah. feel you don't feel solid or or good i i find anyway yeah yeah, you always uh, want to feel solid and good. Yeah, we know what that's about. I, I, this car, this is good. crazy. That it would be so easy to talk to you for so I'm, long. Yeah, but we can't. Oh, yeah. It's all good. Should, we, should we read a book real quick? Yeah, or? let's choose a thing. Guess what we're doing? Because it's Valentine's yeah. Day. Okay. We're, we're mm-hmm. making our um, we're making our mom, me and my buddy invited our moms over to his condo, and I'm gonna really? cook. Nice. Because moms, right? So we have single moms, and then. When's gonna come to? So it's gonna be right good. On. And and yeah, Jack. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna run you off and do that. Or else, literally, I would do a two-hour episode with you. Oh well, shit, we're just going for shit. an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. but nice. it's, I, it doesn't feel like that for no. me, and I know it doesn't for you guys. Mm-mm. So make sure to visit our Patreon. We love you too. Uh, <laughs> but let's read. Oh, this is right here, and you are very this energy. Have you read this book? <laughs> Have you read Think and Grow Rich? No. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> you're gonna fuck shit up when you read this <laughs> holy I don't like those kind of books <laughs> <laughs> it's less of what it sounds like okay oh man imagine the idea of, of density rich substance rich mm-hmm. wow can't believe 
You're just gifted. You never read this. That's good. Um, please, Michael, please pick a, a number between 35 and 283. 42. I bet you this is going to be a coincidence. <laughs> you see, there is. <laughs> Think and Grow Rich. The chapter of desire. Page 42. <clears throat> Definite facts. First, I mixed faith with desire for normal hearing, which I passed on to my son. Second, I communicated my desire to him in every conceivable way available through persistent, continuous effort over a period of years. Third. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. See, there it is. That's nuts. Third, he believed me. So this is a story about um, a father helping with his son's hearing in terms of like, I guess, focus manifestation, but it's called, it's in the chapter of desire. So several years ago, one of my business <laughs> associates, <laughs> associates, we did some research. <laughs> research. Several years ago, one of my business associates became ill. He became worse as time went on and finally was taken to the hospital for an operation. Just before he was wheeled into the operating room, I took a look at him and wondered how anyone as thin and em emaciated, emaciated, holy, you knew that, emaciated as he could possibly go through a major operation successfully. The doctor warned me that there was a little, if any chance, of ever seeing him alive again. But that was the doctor's opinion. It was not the opinion of the patient. Just before he was wheeled away, he whispered feebly, do not be disturbed, chief. I will be out of here in a few days. The attending nurse looked at me with pity, but the patient did come through safely. After it was all over, his physician said nothing but his own desire to live saved him. He never would have pulled through if he had not refused to accept the possibility of death. I believed in the power of desire backed by faith because I have seen this power lift people from lowly beginnings to places of power and wealth. I have seen it rob the grave of its victims. I have seen it serve the medium by which people staged a comeback after having been defeated in a hundred different ways. I have seen it provide my own son with a normal, happy, successful life despite nature having sent him into the world without ears. How can one harness and use the power of desire? This has been answered through this chapter and the subsequent chapters of this book. I wish to convey the thought that all achieving, all achievement, no matter what its nature or purpose, must begin with an intense burning desire for something <laughs> definite <laughs> through some strange and powerful principle of mental chemistry. Nature wraps up, yeah. Na nature wraps up in the impulse of strong desire that something which recognizes no such word as impossible and accepts no such reality as failure. Wow! Snaps for coincidences. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. There are no coincidences. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, thanks for joining us. For sure. Thanks for having this me. This was You're such a pleasure. Lovely character. Um, that was great. Where should everyone? Well, well, obviously, we'll link Kindling Media uh, below so you can check that out and become part of the community. Where else would you like to send our listeners? Shopkindling.ca. Shopkindling Media. Find us there. Follow us. Let's have some fun. Cool. What a weird thing to say. <laughs> Let's have some I'm fun. I'm trying to find, I gotta find an outro. I gotta find no, a thing. Let's better have your some best. fun. Better your good. best. That's what, you I, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's my thing now. Uh, yeah, I love that. That's so better great. your best? Better yeah. your best. Your best. Better, Personally. Yeah. Yours. Better your best. Yours. 
Better your, I like that. Better your Thanks. best. Okay, love each other. Check out our Patreon. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Um, feel free to screen record this and post it on your socials. Just tag us all. Uh, Kindling.media, Discipline Stoners. Um, what else do you want to say, Win? Peace and love. Peace and love. Love your neighbor. Bye. Bye. <laughs> there I was, smoothly transitioning from local act to international working musician. I went from performing on a street corner to setting a world record for releasing 365 songs with music videos in one year. Living in and living Hollywood, collaborating with media stars, shooting my special, and producing work that was finally... Hey, what the f***? That's what could have been. I was working the day shift at a dive bar. Another day in the sh He's taking comments and suggestions from that little box and making songs with this live band. Wait a second. Let's take one more. It just says rocket ship. <laughs> a rocket ship and wrestling crocodiles. You got something that feels like maybe a rocket ship? Yeah. Let's do this song then. Send me to outer space. So impressive. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better, but it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say, and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something? Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. Living from Anger Town. This plant just helped me chill out. Found focus. Found confidence. All of a sudden, I was productive. Less protective. More progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast. With your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And that's Ralph. <laughs>